Thank you so much. Amen. Amen. Good morning. Come on, somebody. Good morning. Uh, our main text this morning is going to be out of Philippians chapter 4. Let's get right to it. Philippians chapter 4, verse 13. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. One more time. It gets better the second time. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Father God, we thank you so much for this morning, and we thank you for your living word, and we thank you, Holy Spirit, for your presence here. We pray for your word to come to life within all of us, that we would not just hear with our ears, we would hear with our spiritual ears as well, we would hear with our heart what you are speaking to us this morning. God, we thank you so much for your word, for me, your word for us, for those watching online, we thank you, God, for your word. We thank you that we're going to hear exactly what we need to hear right where we are. Thank you so much, God, for your faithfulness, as we heard last week in the message, your faithfulness that continues and does not end. Even when we are not faithful, you continue to be faithful, God, and we thank you so much that no matter where we are right now, no matter what we might be facing right now, we thank you for your faithfulness in our life, over our life, through our life. We thank you, God, that you're working, and we bless each person in Jesus' name. We also pray right now as a church for, for, uh, for Africa, for what we heard Ina sharing about. We bless her. We bless the missionary work happening in there, God, what you've placed in their heart to do. We pray that more people would be reached than ever before, God, that the, the, the fruits right now that they've seen would only be the first fruits of a great harvest that you're gonna bring in those cities and in those areas, and we bless them. Continue, Father, to open doors for them. Continue to use them mightily in Jesus' name. And the church said... Amen. Tell your neighbor, it's a miracle that you're here. Wow. It's a miracle that I'm here uh, because, you know, as you know, we've had twins recently, and I'm alive. I'm alive and uh, short on sleep, but people keep telling me that I look great and look awake, and I receive it. And everybody else said, amen. amen. Philippians 4.13 Paul is writing this and he says in the last chapter of this book to the, to the Philippines, Philippians, he says, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And right away I wanna say um, that I've quoted this verse, I know this verse, I think we all do, but how often uh, we really experience the power of this verse when we're going through a season or a moment in our life when we need God's strength. And my, my, my son George, he's three, and I just heard him in the, in the very intense debate with his cousin, who's also three, about who's stronger and who's faster and who's bigger and who can jump higher and I was listening to them as they're literally saying the same thing back and forth for like seven minutes. I'm stronger, <laughs> next guy, I'm stronger, I'm faster, I'm faster. I jump higher, I jump higher. I'm bigger, I'm bigger. And they literally, the same thing over and over and we were laughing. And you know what I realized with my son, he's three years old and he really is convinced that he can do anything. This is really dangerous as a parent, he's convinced 
that he can do anything. He could climb anything, he could pick up anything, he can move anything, he can do anything. And he always, he always comes to me and, and, and he, you know, I get, I, I'm whatever, we're doing something in the house. He comes over, starts doing something, and as soon as he does the smallest thing, he looks at me, he says, Dad, Papa, I'm strong. And he gives me this gangster look, I'm strong. And then we're doing something else, and he's like, I try to help him out, and he said, no, I'm big. And he starts doing it, and then he asks me for help because he can't put his socks on. <laughs> and, you know, you laugh, but I think, I think in some way, uh, sometimes we're convinced that we can do so much. And there's nothing that we can't do. And I, and I, I, you know, I honor your faith, but I just am here to remind you this morning that everything that you can do is through Christ who strengthens you. And it's often the hardest moments in our life, or, or maybe, you know, you get sick. Anybody get sick in this season? Don't raise your hand. Everyone's going to scoot away from you. That was so messed up. I'm sorry for doing that. Uh, but, you know, I, people get sick, I heard. Uh, not in this church, but people do get sick. And just in case anybody's watching, we love you. Um, people do get sick, and when they get sick, you really realize what a enormous privilege and blessing and miracle it is to have strength in your body. For, you know, some, my wife always messes with me because when she gets sick, she still has kids to take care of. And when I get sick, nobody touches me, man. Nobody touches me, get out of the room, don't come in there, and I'm just knocked out dead. And she's like, I get sick too, but I still gotta keep doing what I'm doing. And she makes me feel really, 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 really good about myself. And I don't know why wives do that. They just have a gift. And um, my wife has many gifts. And, and no matter how strong you might think you are and how strong I think I am compared to my wife, it's interesting that when I'm sick, laying in a bed, dude, I can't do anything. You know that strength, in fact, comes from God. Now we can medically you know, talk about how, why we have strength and have a healthy immune system and how we have to eat the right foods. But sometimes you can do all the right things and not have strength. And I'm gonna say this, it's one thing to have physical strength and lift some weights and run, run, run or whatever you do for fun, but it's another thing to have spiritual strength. And I think what Paul is talking about is not just physical strength to get through things that he's going through, but also spiritual strength. How about the strength of character? How about the strength of being encouraging when, when you are, are around only negativity? How about the strength to continue following God when you have people at your side that stop following him? How about strength to be consistent in your word when you're not, you're not hearing anything but you continue to be consistent in the word? How about strength to pray when nobody's watching? Strength comes from God. And this is just, you know, A little trailer, I'm gonna say it like that, a little trailer of just some of the things that the Bible talks about that happened through Christ. The Bible says in John 1, God's unfailing love and faithfulness came through Christ. Acts 10 says that we have peace with God through Christ. Romans 3 talks about that we have been justified through Christ. That same book talks about receiving salvation through faith through Christ that we have been redeemed through Christ. Can I keep going? 
First Corinthians chapter 15, verse 57 says, God gives us the victory through his son, Jesus Christ. Second Corinthians says that we have been reconciled through Christ. Galatians talks about us receiving an inheritance through Christ. Philippians talks about the righteousness that we have received through faith in Christ. Also, it talks about receiving wisdom through Christ. We've been called through Christ, equipped through Christ, have received access into the holy of holies through Christ, have been given life and life eternal through Christ. And 1 Peter chapter 4, verse 11, if anyone speaks, let him speak as the voice or the oracle of God. If anyone ministers, let him do it as with the ability which God supplies that in all things God may be glorified through Jesus Christ, to whom belong the glory and the dominion forever and ever. Amen. Colossians, Colossians is one of my favorite books. And if you kind of read your Bible summary, Colossians is summed up like this, where the first two chapters... Paul is talking about the supremacy of Christ, the power of Christ, who Christ is. In the second two chapters of Colossians, the third and fourth, he talks about practical things in coherence with Christ being the head and the, the leader, the captain of our life. Now, if, 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 if Ephesians is the book of the church of Christ, Colossians is the book of Christ of the church, the Christ of the church, the head of the church. If Ephesians talks about the body, Colossians talks about the head. It talks about Jesus. And this is one of the things that Paul wrote to Colossians in chapter 1 when he just opens up in verse 15. He is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn over all creation. For by him all things were created that are in heaven and that are on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or dominions or principalities or power or powers, all things were created through him and for him. Now let's talk about that. All things were created through him and for him. I just want to make sure I'm reading this right. How many things were created through him and for him? All, All things. All things. David actually had a revelation of this where he wrote in Psalms 139, that God was in fact forming him before the foundations of the earth. Job had this revelation as well. That we have been made in the image of our God and made through his son, Christ Jesus. And Paul, God opens up to Paul through the Holy Spirit and he's writing to Colossians about the supremacy of Christ and he's saying, listen, this is not just the firstborn. This is not just the savior. This is not just the one who came to, to start the church, who's the head of the church, who, through whom we receive strength. This, in fact, is the man through whom everything that you see and do not see was made. This is, in fact, the man that in the beginning was there and spoke. This is, in fact, the man who, through whom everything that you have eyes, eyes to see, everything, in, in, including your life, was made through him. Are you here? And Paul's, Paul's, Paul's really saying a lot. He's saying so much in just a few sentences about how much Christ, in fact, is, is, is the center of everything and how everything that God made, he made through his son and made for his son. Now I want you to say this to your neighbor, if you could, just with faith, just a little bit of faith. 
You were made through him. I was made through Christ. And Peter says what we just read in 1 Peter. He says, only, only through Christ do we minister, do we act, do we speak, do we serve God. That through Christ, God would receive all the glory. See, God made everything in our world through Christ that would bring glory through him to his name. Can I, can I keep going? Yes. Corinthians talks about us being reconciled. And this word, this word is, is deep, and this word is, has like a lot of faces to it, but one of the things that reconciled means is that when Paul says to Corinthians that you have been reconciled to God through Christ Jesus, it's not just being restored, it's not just having been given mercy. This word reconciled is to be far, far away from God, to not to be, you know, like Paul says in Romans, to fall short of the glory of God and then to be reconciled means that he is restoring us to intimate and personal relationship through Christ. Are you here? Through Christ, I'm restored to intimate and personal relationship with God. Why? Kind of a dumb question. Everything was made through him and everything is for him. Uh, I feel like I want to jump on ropes right now with what's happening inside of me. I'm married. You know what's crazy? My wife can't fulfill me. Oh, snap, I'm not getting married. I'm not getting married. My wife does not fulfill me. She loves me. I love her. She's an important, she's an important, important person and an important piece that God has placed in my life in many, many, in many ways, but she cannot give me ultimate fulfillment. Uh, my business that God has given us, it doesn't bring me ultimate fulfillment. No matter how much money we make, no matter how good we're doing or how slow it is or how busy we are, it doesn't bring me ultimate fulfillment. I'm, I'm just, I don't know if I'm preaching to anybody, I'm preaching to myself. I love the relationships God has given me, but it, if I were to add up all the relationships that I have, they can't bring me ultimate fulfillment. It's interesting that when a person finds Christ in his life, when a person discovers the relationship and intimacy with Christ, and that Christ is not just a means to get to heaven, Christ is not just a means to live a prosperous life, Christ is not just a means to be under the name of some church or pastor, that Christ has, is the one who through, through whom I was made, through whom I've been given mercy, through whom I've been justified, through whom I've been saved, through, through whom I've been pardoned, redeemed, I've been given strength, I've been given a, a calling, a plan, a destiny, are you here? Through Christ I've received, the Bible says, everything and when I meet this man in my life, it's not just someone that is a road for me to walk on to get to another place, but he is in fact the, the only one that can bring fulfillment in my life, bring satisfaction in my life. He's the only one that in the hardest things I go through can make me smile, can make me rejoice. He's the only one when all forsake me, he is the one that will never forsake me. 
If you're new to our church, this is who we preach. Christ who came in the flesh. Christ who bore the sins of the world. Christ who was pinned to a tree. Christ who was raised on the third day. He is alive and he walks with us. And he in fact is the one who gives us strength. He gives us strength. He gives us strength when we need it. He gives us strength when we are not aware that he is next to us. He gives us strength. Like my son is convinced he can do all things, but he doesn't understand that his secret is me. See, when he thinks he lifts something heavy, he doesn't lift anything heavy, I do. When he thinks he jumps up on the cabinet and he just got up there so quick, it's me pushing him up there. When he thinks he runs faster than his sister, I grab him by the collar and I get him past his sister. Sometimes we think it's us and what we're doing and how we're, how we're living and how strong we are, how great we are, how talented we are, and that is in fact the case, but we don't acknowledge the fact that we do what we do and we say what we say and we are who we are because Christ came into our life, because Christ is the strength of my life, the source of my life. You can take everything away, but you can't take him away. You can rip everything out of my life, but you can't rip him out of where he is in me. He is the one through whom everything was made and for, and for the one for, the one who for every, yeah, you, you got it. You got that. You got that. That's good preaching. You got that. Sometimes Paul writes these things. I'm like, bro, how did you not get confused writing that? Through him and for him and to him and she him. I'm like, ooh. Yeah, she him's in there. Just look for it. Worship team, come on. Let's get on stage with, together. You know, what I'll close with, like usual, I got through the intro of my sermon, <laughs> and I'll preach the rest another time. Many of us know this, but really the context of Philippians and, and where Paul is writing this specific verse is in prison. And I just think that's important because it's often through the hard things that we have to go through that we realize how much strength God gives. Interesting, Paul is in chains. He's asking for the believers to pray for him and not forget his chains. And he tells them, he tells them a few really important things before he says this verse. He says, I have learned how to be content when I have everything and when I have nothing. I have learned how to be content when everything is working for me or when everything I think is working against me. I have learned how to be content. And then he says, and this is my secret. This is the secret. And it's this verse 13 where he says, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I think this is maybe one of the best seasons to learn how to be content 
no matter what we're going through. How to learn how to be content. And that content, to be content is not you getting by and just blending in. To be content is still to maintain your character, to maintain your spiritual life, to maintain the things and responsibilities God has given you. And you're doing it not because you have to or you're a robot, you're doing it because through it, Christ is in fact your strength. That you can't, interns, I'm gonna preach to somebody, interns dedicating nine months right now in this season because you can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. You're gonna hit moments when you wanna quit, when you wanna give up, when you don't think this is the right place for you, but Christ who is your strength We got people here who run businesses. And when your wisdom runs out and when your doors start closing and nothing's really turning out and there's more that you have to pay than more that's coming in, Christ is your strength. When you just had a, a child or two, Christ is your strength. Christ is your strength. Hey, Christ is my strength. See, Paul, Paul understood that if there were things that God was allowing to come into his life, that those things would not be greater than what he could not go through. Because God does not set us up for failure. God does not set us up to fall, to stumble, to mess up. God does not set us up to then mock. God is not one that sends his word, but then, not is, then is not faithful to make sure that word does what it came out to do and not return void. Our God is faithful. And so when I'm walking in seasons of my life and I'm walking through different hardship, I'm walking through something in my life, God knows what I'm going through. Yo, hey, God knows what I'm walking through. He knows where I am. And it's not a surprise to God in the place that I've ended up being. But sometimes the situation that I'm in is not going to change. But if I get my eyes on him, something's going to change in me. And I'm going to realize that right here, I don't know what to do. I don't know where I'm going next. But God, you brought me here and you're going to lead me through where I'm, what I'm going through. And you're going to get me to where you want me to be. I don't want just, I don't want this to be just a good verse. I don't want just this to be something I quote or, or, or post on my page or, or, or write on my wall. I want this to be something that I learned. And Paul says, I learned how to do this. I learned how to do this. When I'm being imprisoned, I learned. I learned in prison, having nothing, how to maintain my faith how to continue serving God, how to not be afraid, how to not doubt, how to not back down. I learned in the place of my prison. I don't know what that prison is for somebody this morning, but in the place of Paul's prison, he says, I learned, I learned, and this is what I learned, that through Christ, I can do all things. God bless, God bless the prosperity books and the five steps to success, and we think we can do so much, but I wanna tell you that I can is silenced. And the most important thing in that statement is through Christ. Through Christ who is your strength. Through Christ who is the hope of glory in you. Through Christ who's the one who leads you. Through Christ who is the one who is there for you. In every moment, in everything you might be facing, 
Christ who is a faithful father, a faithful friend. Christ who is my shepherd, my hiding place, my water in the desert, my lamp to my feet. Christ. And I gotta go through some stuff sometimes to understand that it really is Him who sustains Him. Remember Colossians goes, goes on to say that in Him all things are held together. You don't know that just by saying it. You know that by going through it. You don't know that just because somebody preached a good sermon on Sunday. You, you learn that because you gotta go through some stuff that God allows in your life but when he allows it he's not going to leave you there he's not going to break you in that place to keep you there he's going to reveal himself to you more this is why because everything was made through christ and everything is for him and so my life whatever god has to press me through his goal is that i would remain in christ his goal is that I would grow in the knowledge of Christ. His goal is that, remember Paul said, I boast about my weaknesses. Why is Paul boasting about his weaknesses? Because he understands in my weakness, it's where Christ works the most. I get to see him the most. I get to come to know him the most. I see him working right here the most when I'm weak. And so I'm not afraid about when I'm weak. I boast about my weaknesses because where I'm strong, I don't see him as much. But where I'm weak, I see him a lot more. It's where I don't know what to do, where I don't know what's next, where I don't got enough strength. He's the one like I do to my son who lifts me up, who pulls me forward, who gives me what I need. And I boast in my weakness. Don't be afraid of the weak spots in your life. Boast in them and watch what Christ will do. He is the one who reveals himself through us. Why? Because to God be all the glory. And the glory can only be to God through Christ. It's okay when you fail. It's okay when you mess up. It's okay when you stumble because it's not about you. It's about Christ in you. It's about God revealing his son through your life. Not your name, his name. Not your words, his word. Not your strength, it's his spirit. Not what you think, it's what he said. It's him working through you. I'm losing my voice. You're gonna stand with me and pray. Stand with me and shout to God. Begin to call on God's name right now. Sharama Santana Baba 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 Kiri Bobo Koturamba Sharama Santana Baba 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 Koturamba If you're weak, raise your hands and say, God, in you I am strong. In you I am strong. In you I am strong. If you are stumbling somewhere, raise your hands and say, God, you, you are the one that will never fail me. Come on, it's faith. It's faith to cry out to God. It's faith to raise your voice right here on the battlefield. Come on, lift your hands. Lift your voice unto God. Let Him hear. Let Him hear.
thank you, Lord, for your presence here. Kind of, kind of in these last moments, I want to ask you to do something. If we would kneel, kneel before him, not just a religious thing to do and get on our knees, but kneel truly in our heart. Kneel with our life before him. Who but his church are the ones that acknowledge his lordship, acknowledge the one through whom everything has been made. Every promise in Christ is yes and amen. Maybe you're really in need of prayer in this moment, but we just pray right now that the Holy Spirit, as you kneel before God, would begin to minister to you any hardship you might be facing, situation that you're going through, just a tough season overall. He is the one. He is the one in whom you have everything. <laughs>